official show of Peacocks, indeed. And Slee, sometimes I get a little nervous when I'm going to do one of my, my voices. I don't know if I'm going to execute it perfectly. I get, first of all, I get nervous. I'm not well, even doing it. I, I'm nervous for all of us. I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I get uncomfortable. Well, it's the burden of a performer such as myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're never quite sure uh, if your performance is going to match your expectations. And I nailed the Peacocks. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty darn good. Let me uh, let me say this. Uh, so sometimes I'll go out for a walk after we're done with the show, and I'll uh, you know it's like I watching you film. Call that a workout, but yes, go ahead. It, it's uh, it's basically it's like a boot camp uh, <laughs> where you walk with a cup of coffee uh, with some almond milk in there. It's it's I'm in the Navy SEALs. I'm basically in the Navy SEALs. All right, <laughs> buds training Sliwa style. <laughs> uh, so Trav, so I'm I go for a walk yesterday and. You know, I'm like, let me take a listen to the show. I don't do this all the time, but there are times I'm, I want to go back and take a listen, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like we're watching film, right? Yeah, sure. Perfect so example. let me say on the podcast form, for those who don't get the intro music, so they don't understand the setup that Morales makes coming in and out of segments. Like there's all that stuff is gone because it's not pulled into the podcast. Okay. So all they hear is just like, I, I think they came back in from a break and it was just... Oh. It was just peacock noises. It was just peacock noises in my head. I'm like, for those who are just listening on the app, they have no, they got no setup, no setup at all. <laughs> Perfect, even better. Even out of context, I think the peacock scream is even more effective. I like that a lot. You said you said something that kind of got me off to a thought. You said it's basically a boot camp. The Navy SEALs. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yep. So I did a boot camp one time for mm-hmm. 12 weeks. Okay, and I've I need, never, I need one of those. I need one I've of those. I've never been in better shape in my entire life ever. Not not when I was seventeen or twenty five or ever. And I did it when I was like in my mid thirties. It yep. was the one time in my life I was relatively strong and <laughs> relatively lean. So now, what I do you mean? So what do you mean you did a boot like a individual thing or is like your no no it's your, a class right uh-huh. so it was a class and we would meet in parks and like you know just random places you would sometimes you'd go meet in like a canyon somewhere mm-hmm. and you would do like run up and down hills and push ups and bear crawls through the rocks and everything it was crazy and it worked and it was the single most self-conscious I've ever been in my life. Because you're like in a city. There's like Little League practice over there. There's yeah. some moms that you know. And you're out there huffing and puffing this fat guy doing sit-ups you in were the middle making of a it soccer happen. field. It you was, were making it happen. Well, it was embarrassing. It was like the most effective thing ever because I was in last place in all of these things. It was the greatest motivator of all time. I should probably go do it again. I'm not, but I probably should. Don't say it was embarrassing because – Oh, it was. I'm the dude who literally says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna get a workout in real quick. Okay, sounds good. What are you doing? Uh, I'm grab, I'm walking to Starbucks, grabbing a cup of coffee, and then going on one of these slowest walks you could possibly go on while I listen to the app. What, that, that's my workout. Don't, don't talk about embarrassing. I, I, I get this one from some friends. Um, hey, Trav, everything okay? Yeah, yeah, what, what's going on? Um, Somebody told me you were at the park, like doing push-ups and running up and down the hills. Like you're, you, you going through something? That wasn't me. Right? Nah, that wasn't me. That wasn't <laughs> no, me. I'm, I'm good. I just would not like to have a heart attack at 35 years old. <laughs> now, now I'm kind of okay with it. Whatever happens, happens at this point. I need one of those. I'm not kidding. I need like a 12-week boot camp to just get my ace back in shape. You know there what I mean? Like uh, there's been a little laziness here. All right, so we got Ask Slee coming up about 45 minutes from right now. That's really all you need to know. That's that that that's going to keep you here for the next 45 minutes, and that's also going to make sure that you stay for the remaining hour and 15 because 
It's the best part of the show. That's coming up. Um, you and I were texting a little bit last night during the game. We were talking about it this morning. At almost no point in that game last night did I not think that the Clippers were going to win it. I'm with you. It, yeah, there was. I, I'm watching win. this whole game. Mm-hmm. Even when the even when the Jazz had that big lead, I'm thinking, you know, they're going to find a way. And, and as we were talking about it this morning, I kept coming back to why did I feel like that? There's no evidence for me to feel like the Clippers are that team that comes back and wins tight games. If it were the Warriors or the Lakers or the Nets, you're like, well, sure. Why do I feel that way about the Clippers? And I can't quite put my finger on it. So weird. We kind of give. As much as you and I, and I know this happens a lot in L.A., people make fun. Oh, my God, the Clippers, they've never even made it past the second round. They've never done this. They've never done that. But I also find myself giving them way too much credit, right? Like, I, I feel like I feel like coming into the last couple of years, we've said, oh, watch out for the Clippers. I mean, look at that squad on paper. Oh, my gosh, they made this move or uh, they just added Rondo at the trade deadline. That's a good move. And it's not to it's not to say that like the competition they're playing against Utah's a good team even though I think the the Mike Conley piece is you know obviously such a big critical piece that's missing why do we give the Clippers the benefit of the doubt I give the Clippers benefit of the doubt I'm watching the game yesterday like you were they go up 21 the Jazz do and then Reggie Jackson goes on a tear and I'm like of he course did. of course what the hell's going on here they get it all the way down they even took a lead I think they went up 101 99 something along those lines right they went up two I'm like the game's over. Clippers are going to win this game, and then they'll kind of get some momentum here. And I go back to this, Utah's not 100%, blah, blah, blah. Why do I do that every time with the Clippers? Why do I do that? Because I was what? doing it in the Dallas series too. It's it's one thing, and I don't know if it's we're, we're getting it right. The, the reason I felt like that, I started thinking about it a little bit more, it's Kawhi. Right, that Kawhi is one of these guys that makes you feel a certain way. And ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all our guests today on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. But Kawhi Leonard is a multiple-time champion. He's a finals MVP winner, and, and that doesn't go to, to just anybody. Right, you got you got to be a special guy to be one of those guys. And I think that Kawhi is that. And then you start drilling down on it, and you start thinking – We've never seen it with the Clippers. We've never seen it where Kawhi has had to assume the mantle of leadership because you go back to his time in San Antonio. Right, he was fifth leader on there. It, right, it, Yeah, at best, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's Tim Duncan's squad. Maybe you can make a, a Tony Parker or Ginobili or whoever. But Popovich is leading, right, right sure. Popovich, yep. Popovich uh-huh. is, a, is a – but on the court, Tim Duncan. And even not, not a vocal leader, but Tim Duncan was in charge of what was taken on sure, right there. Sure, sure. You go to Toronto – and Kawhi Leonard was clearly their best player. There's no question he was their best player. But Kyle Lowry was the, the heart 100%. of that group. 100%. And now you come to the Clippers, and this is the part that kind of just jumped out at me last night. They're completely devoid in that. Look at mm-hmm. the rest of the league. Look at the rest of the team. Is, if, if all of us at the same time said, who's the heart and soul of the, of the Utah Jazz, we'd all say Donovan Mitchell. If you said, who's the heart and soul of the Phoenix Suns, we'd all say Chris Paul. Right, you go to you go to the the Mavericks. It's Luka Doncic. You go to the Lakers. It's LeBron James. You go to the Bucks. It's Giannis. You go to the the um, the, the the Brooklyn Nets. It's Kevin Durant. What, who 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 is it with the Clippers? There and and you cannot tell me it's Kawhi because you can't have that sort of personality and be the heart and soul of the team. You can be the best player, which he clearly is, but can you be that? Paul George clearly isn't that. Ty Lue clearly isn't that. And is that the see? Is that what we're talking about? Is there just a complete lack of leadership there? It was uh, yesterday. I was driving down from driving down to San Diego. Okay, here for the weekend in SD. And while I'm driving down on the NBA app, 
you can listen to any of the broadcasts just on radio. So their local version of uh, the broadcast. So I'm listening to the Jazz local broadcast. Mm-hmm. And Jazz went on a run. David Locke, thought, by the way, is money. Is that the is that the Jazz yeah, broadcaster? Yeah. So I um I, I I I'm taking a listen and Jazz went on a run. I, I thought this was interesting. He said, broadcaster goes, look at the Utah Jazz. Everybody's talking to each other. Everybody's kind of, you know, in those tough situations, tough moments, there's incredible amount of communication. People are are, are walking through what this person did wrong, what, what that person did wrong. And then he said, look at the Clippers bench. No one is saying anything to each other. And that kind of clicked on me for a second. You know, I, I think so much of the time we talk about it in sports, right? What team's got the best? On paper, I've, I've, I keep saying this about the Clippers. On paper, that's the best roster in the Western Conference, and it's not close of the teams that are remaining. Lakers are now out of the way. This is Everything is set up for the Clippers to finally get to the Western Conference Finals. But I thought that struck me. The dude saying that these guys, when the tough gets – what's the saying? When when the tough get going, what, whatever the saying is. When the going gets tough, the when tough go, get going. That's the last thing I think of when I, I think of the Clippers. I think when it gets tough, these guys, there is – there is zero leadership or communication to take them out of some of these moments. It's not always about what's on paper. It's what you do on the court. Go, go back to last season. And, and, and again, let's make this about the Lakers for half a second. This is what you get when you get a player like LeBron James. right? This is what you get that not only do you get a transcendent talent, not only do you get somebody that's going to go give you 25 a night and you know a triple-double almost at will, a guy that is going to go to the Hall of all, all of these things, right? He, he's LeBron James. But you also get a guy that is going to make sure that everyone else in that building is on the same page, that is going to make sure that everyone else understands this is how we do things here. And if you're not up for it, I'm going to find somebody who is. If you can't get on my level, and I'm not talking about be as good as me because nobody is. I'm talking about are you in this the way I need you to be in this? Do you have that? You know, but that, do, but do, that's that that's Trav, That's what makes it so unique, right? Because but, but he's because, not the only one, Slee. But, but let, the, let, let's say Mitchell's this: has got it. Paul's got it. You look at but, these other guys; they have it. Kawhi doesn't have that, and they let Kawhi dictate the terms. Go back to last year, but what they don't have it. Was, I don't think they have it. And and I, let me let me let me let me because because I want to make one point to what you're saying. This is what makes LeBron such an incredible, unique person. Because Chris Paul has the leadership. Chris Paul is not LeBron James, he right? Have the like, game. That combination is so incredibly unique. Yep. Kawhi is a freaking freak of nature. He's the closest thing, body wise, defense, offense. He could do everything. He has nothing of the leadership that LeBron James has or a CP3 has, something like Nobody really has the full package. This is what makes. The, the the all-time greats, the all-time greats, not every time, but I, I'm, I'm you know when you make the case about LeBron, that's what makes him so unique from all these other players. Kawhi doesn't have this critical, critical feature that he needs or somebody else has to bring to the table. I, you're right, but it's not that he, he's, he's a little short because you're, to your point, there are th- those combinations that we're talking about, the, the best group of skill, the best group of heart, and the best group of work ethic, the best group of leadership. When the, when those things come together, you get Michael, you get LeBron, you get, you get Magic. Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. you get Kobe, you get Tiger Woods. The, the, that when you get when you get all of them, you get transcendent. You don't get it very often. That's why they're so special. But usually, they're for, for instance, let's use Tiger's a good example. 
Tiger's a dude that had all of these things, right? And it's not it's, leadership's a little different because it's not a team sport, but sure, nobody sure. was going to work harder. Nobody's mentally tougher. Nobody was physically in better shape. No one was more gifted. All, all of those things. Nobody wanted it more than Tiger. Phil Mickelson had a lot of those same things, except for his physical, his physical ability back then was just as good as Tiger, but his body wasn't as good. He wasn't able to do some of these things. He didn't have that desire to go do whatever it takes, but he was really close. Kawhi has all of the physical stuff, but almost none of the other sure. stuff. Sure. That and and to finish the point from before, you go back to last year when the when they blew that three to one lead. What were the rumblings coming out of that locker room? That the Clippers catered too much to Kawhi. That the Clippers let Kawhi dictate the terms too much. If Kawhi didn't want to practice, really nobody practiced. If Kawhi didn't want to play, he didn't have to play. If Kawhi did this and Kawhi wanted that guy, he got whatever he wanted. They let him kind of set up the whole idea of go get it, Paul. Remember we all, hey, Kawhi's a genius. He got Paul George. Yeah, how's that working out? How How is that move working out in the history of the Clippers? That you need to have somebody that's the not not the best player because he's clearly that. He's going to be the best player on almost any team he goes to. He's a tremendous talent. But when it comes down to, hey, we, we're, we're down five points with two minutes to go. we got to get this going. Who's in charge of that mess? You know what was weird yesterday? I'm, I'm looking, and I know I'm listening to the broadcast, but I'm like, man, I don't hear. Are they playing Rondo? I haven't heard Rondo's name this entire game. Rondo got a DNP yesterday, did not play, right? And I know Reggie Jackson was doing whatever he was doing on offense. I know He's Patrick Beverly was getting some minutes as well. It was supposed to be Rondo. Right? I mean, isn't that what everybody was saying at the trade deadline? That Rondo's going to bring to the Clippers that piece that was missing, that champion, that guy, that leader, the one that when they need a ball handler to get everybody going and get Kawhi going and get PG going. Rondo didn't even play yesterday. So, by the way, I say all this, Trav, and even though I, I think I've corrected myself a hundred times, I still don't think the series is over. I still actually think that the Clippers, I still have some. I still have some hesitation to say, yep, this is it. Clippers are done. They're still not going to get past the second round. I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, uh, I, I continue to overhype the Clippers, in my opinion. Let, let, so with that in mind, is the series over? That was my poll question of the day. Is it over? And 65% say, yep, it's over. 8% say, no, they're still going to get out of it. And then there's the 27% of people who said, who cares, go Lakers. So I think that pretty much covers it, right? That you have over 92% of the people are saying they're either dead or I don't care. So that kind of leaves us where we are with the Clippers. Here's the next thought. We haven't talked about Paul George yet. And I heard a takedown this morning that was the best takedown of Paul George. And it wasn't emotional. It was just cold-blooded and Mm. analytical. We're going to play it for you next. It's Travis and Slee. We're getting started. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Here on a Friday on 710 ESPN. Speaking of Fridays and Slee's new schedule and you being able to go do whatever you want whenever you want after 11 o'clock, do you have your 2.30 dinner reservation booked already? Unfortunately, nothing uh, nothing tonight. (laughs) 
Couldn't get anything. Everything was packed. Everything was booked. <laughs> I think what you mean you couldn't get anything is everything's closed when you would like to go. Apparently, but, um, people don't open till five for dinner. Yeah, um, I'm looking for something say around three fifteen. Yeah, sir, we don't open till five. Yeah, but um, okay, fine. Three thirty. If I show up at three thirty, will that work? I'm just I'm looking to make something happen. Hey guys, I'm on Yelp and I'm looking for reservations on here. <laughs> Nothing before five. Are you guys? Is it booked or what's the deal? What's the deal here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have a confession to make. You ready? What do you got? I made a tactical error this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this. That one one of the things that um, I'm I, I don't typically eat before the show. Maybe you know, maybe a piece mm-hmm. of toast or something like that. A little bit of something with the coffee, just so I don't eat a hole in my stomach. But would you have a burrito? No, but I An made apple? myself some eggs this morning. Just some, you know, some some scrambled eggs. Whatever. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing fancy. How many? How many eggs? Two. That's and the reason why I, I was if you if we had an over under I, I would have two and a half thought. would have been the number right because three is not crazy. three and a half three and a half would have been the number no you know nobody's nobody's eating four eggs right you might be eating insane. four eggs I'm not, not <laughs> surprised or shocked if you had four eggs <laughs> so the the amount of eggs is not the issue Slee. it's the fact that and we've talked about the fact that I do the show from my garage right and it's and yeah. there's no windows and there's no ventilation. So I brought this plate of eggs in here to eat them while I was preparing to do the show. And now this teeny tiny, this room's about eight feet by eight feet wide. It's, and it's got a low ceiling. And the entire room smells like scrambled eggs. It's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's not a good a idea. It's a terrible deal. If there was anything you were going to bring, bring in some, uh, bring in a bowl Pineapple. of cereal. Bring eggs Benedict in the, uh, in the garage. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was look lesson learned. This is this is the this is the journey that we go on as human beings. Even though we're a little bit older than we used to be, you still learn new things. And I learned today: don't bring a plate of scrambled eggs into a small, unventilated room. <laughs> it's very, very important. You get, all of you driving now, write write that down in your phone so you don't make the same mistake that I do. By the way, right. let me th- let me throw this in real quick. Did you ever get this back in the days? Did you ever get you're working with somebody in the studio and they're just eating a, a full meal in the studio? Yeah, where, where do you stand on that? I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a, a fan look, either. Yeah, look, I get it. If you're doing a four-hour show, it's a long time, right? You're yeah. gonna want a yeah. little snack here or there, but don't microwave fish. Yeah, and don't, then come don't, into don't the bring studio and have salmon studio. sitting there while you're trying to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, your bowl of ceviche is not welcome in my studio. Let's, let's I like ceviche too. It's really good. But let's eat that outside or in a restaurant or something where I don't have to uh, deal with it the rest of the day. No, I just ordered some yard house. Just a pastrami sandwich in here. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I understand that. But we're in the same room. Yeah, and I'm not feeling that. All right, it's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I want you to listen to this, Slee, because this takedown of Paul George, I think, is the best one I've heard. Hmm. It's it's and I like it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it's spot on as far as analysis goes. But number two, what makes it so ruthless in my estimation is it was done without a great deal of emotion. It was just presented as a statement of fact. I want you to listen to Kendrick Perkins, who was on Keyshawn's show earlier this morning, talking about how he sees Paul George at this point in his career. At the end of the day, I came to the conclusion that this is the Paul George, right? He's a he's a guy that's really not a number two option. He should never be considered a superstar. This is who he is. So, you know, from here on out, I'm not surprised when Paul George don't come to play. Right now, you know who the Robin is on this team? 
is Reggie Jackson. Mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard is a Batman, and the Robin and the Robin is Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson have came up big for this Clippers team. You go back to Game Six, right against Dallas, when Reggie Jackson had twenty five, when Paul when, when Kawhi Leonard went off, and Paul George went for went six for fifteen. He he runs away from the moment. I mean, I just I just don't want to keep you know pounding on PG. I mean, you just got to let it sink in and say, okay, this is just who he is. Let's stop having these expectations for him. Wow. Hmm. Okay, the, j just some highlights. It's who he is. In other words, he ain't built for this. I'm not surprised anymore. I don't even expect him to be good anymore. He runs away from the big moment. I don't know if there's a more damning thing you can say about an athlete than he's scared of the moment and doesn't want it. He's not a superstar. He's not a number two. That is just and, and by the way, anybody that's listening that wants to disagree, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Tell me one part of that slee that wasn't spot on. Well, I, I disagree. The Patrick Beverly's your. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Reggie, Reggie Jackson's your number two. I I, I don't think you know. They don't I, have I, one. I don't. But I I get the point that he's trying to make. What he's trying to say is, I actually look at Reggie Jackson as more dependable than I look at Paul George. Yeah, that is that's a. That's not a good look, obviously, for the Clippers. But there's a lot of truth to what what uh, uh, what Kendrick Perkins is saying. So this is the one thing I'll walk away with Paul George. If Paul George has a game three where he goes off for 32 points, eight assists, eight rebounds, and uh, hits some big shots, that's not a, well, that was just Paul George being Paul George. It is a surprise. It exactly. is a shock. It exactly. is a. It is going to be the top of a story saying, damn, where has this been? Wow, Paul George really came through in this game. Where if you see it with AD or you see it with some of these other number twos, it's not as much of a surprise. Paul George, his performances, which by the way, if you look at his stats, you might sit back and say, well, those aren't bad stats. You didn't watch a game. He's not impactful. He's not impacting the game. He's invisible. Uh, He's invisible. There's a lot of times where you don't you don't call his name for five, seven, ten minute stretches in a game. You know who he is. He's Cole, he, he's Kyle Kuzma. He's a guy that he can, right? He can he can have a big night. If you know if Kyle Kuzma went for thirty and won a game for you, you wouldn't be stunned. But it'd be like, yeah, okay, that's it's great. I'm going. I'm I'm thrilled we got it, but I'm not going to count on it. Well, I'll take Paul George over Kuzma. I'm happy I, I'm, to take him. Over I don't here. think there's any difference other than the oh, amount no, of money they paid big, to get him. No, there's why? an incredible difference. Why? There's definitely an incredible. What? Difference. what, what get, run me down Paul George's career highlights. Run them down for me. Well, Kyle Kuzma's walking away. Kuzma's walking away in playoff games where he's at two points. I mean, there's a so big difference between. No, so is Paul George? Not two points, Lee, but we're talking invisibility. Look, he gets the reason he doesn't have two points is because he gets a lot more opportunities. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is they're the same guy in that they're, you never, ever, ever can count on them to show up. And if they do, it's kind of, yeah, that's nice. Th this idea that we've elevated him to this status because at some point he had a good series, but so have other guys. Well, I'll, t I'll tell you what he is. I definitely would not go as low as saying that he is Kyle Kuzma. I, you're I get right. What, he might not be as good as Kuzma. I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to say expectations-wise, right? Yeah. You have expectations for certain players. You know what PG has become? Paul George has become just one of those players in the NBA that, uh, you know, it, 
you never really talk too much about them. They're they're not too impactful in the Kyle game Kuzma. where you're like, I, I got to talk about this guy. I got to. Right. This is one of those players that um, it can can kind of change the scope of a game. The problem is with PG when he came to the Clippers, the conversation was about how unbelievable this combo was. Imagine if Anthony Davis had this many bad games like Paul George does. Just like kind of think about, or he was this non-impactful, right? Like. Imagine what would be happening from a media perspective, what but we'd be doing. The Paul George is, has almost created this. The way Kendrick Perkins described it, he's created this, I should not be talked about anymore. It's exactly right. It's a, The way we shouldn't talk about Kyle Kuzma in these sentences. The, the reason we, Anthony Davis gets criticized is because Anthony Davis comes back and is great. Then when Anthony Davis has a, a, a crummy game, you know that the next one he's going to just murder somebody. He's just going to be fantastic. And that's what great players do. The problem is he has, a, he has a clunker a little bit more often than we'd like to see, but the response is always there, right? With Paul George, there, it's, that's not the res- The response is the outlier, not the clunker. And, and, and this is because he makes a lot of money, because the Clippers gave away everything they're ever going to have to go get him. Because they they let Kawhi manipulate this thing, They're, they try they, they tried to talk themselves and the rest of us into the fact that, that he gave LeBron James a run once fifty years ago. So what? You know who else was really good in that series? Roy Hibbert. Why? You know what I mean? Having a good playoff series does not make you an NBA superstar. Showing up when it matters most a bunch of times in a row is what makes you an NBA superstar. And I love what Perk said. It's like, we need to stop talking about this guy like he's a two. He's he's a guy on the team. The Clippers, I'll tell you what, Kawhi's the two. Kawhi's the two. He's the best two in the league. But in all the scenarios where he's been great, it's been because someone else is carrying the burden of, I have to lead this team. I, I think we could simplify it to this. We have overrated the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, as great as he is, has important, critical features that he doesn't bring to the table that overrates him, and Paul George we know is overrated. So I think ultimately what we're saying about the Clippers, we have overrated them, and uh, they're still down 0-2, and I still think that the series is not over yet, but obviously incredibly tough for them to come back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Don't forget that Ask Slee is coming up in about 15 minutes, so you still got a little bit of time to get your uh, Ask Slees in. They're loaded up pretty well, Slee. We are, we've got a pretty good crop of uh, questions for you coming up. Intri- in interesting selection of music here by uh, by Michael Funches. <laughs> interesting selection. Oh. Actually, it was Taylor, but... It's Taylor, the right decision. Yeah, it's it's, uh, right. it's definitely the right decision. Okay, what, what do we got here, Trav? So we... we uh, by the way, are you an UFC guy or not at all? Uh, I am a very, very casual UFC, UFC fan. fan. I will watch mm-hmm. some fights occasionally. I, I don't know it very well. I don't know the ins and outs of it. And and if I'm being totally honest, yeah, the the violence in UFC is off putting to me. Yeah. I, I, it's it's too much for me. 
I don't if, and not the fighting aspect because I love boxing, right? It's not it's not the fighting, it's the it's the blood. It's the broken legs when yep. a kick lands weird. I don't I don't need to see that. I really that makes me very uncomfortable. If I told you, you how many people I've put in an arm bar in the last couple of weeks, a rear naked choke? I think that's a thing they do. Do you yes or no, do you still go to local bars in Orange County calling uh-huh. out anyone that thinks they can fight yep. UFC? Do you take your shirt off at a local bar and just say who wants it? Who no, wants I don't it take when my you shirt walk off in? Because when I get there I've already left it at home. I just show up without shirt a shirt. I just walk in in my um my little speedo thing and my hands taped up and I said, Who wants this? That's my jam. Are you in your car without your shirt on, windows down? Okay. <laughs> I bear. I only own like blasting, one or two shirts. Blasting AM radio. Blasting AM radio, like we said yesterday. Is he Absolutely. listening? Is he listening to news? Is that a news talk? <laughs> so here's what's going on. Um, Nate Diaz is yeah. going to fight on Saturday night. He's going to fight in UFC 244 against Jorge Masvidal. Okay, fine. Um, enjoy the fight if that's what you're going to go watch. But what was interesting? By the way, those are actually two pretty big names. In the, uh, if you in, say in so, the UFC world. Mm-hmm. That, that's how casual of a fan I I know Conor McGregor. I know John Bones Jones. And I'm pretty much out of guys at that point. That's th- Those are the guys I know. Um, but Man, these dudes, can I just say this? Isn't that crazy? Guys that just like to fight, just love to fight. I mean, that that's literally what they are. They Nate Diaz is a perfect example. And I know I'm not going to sit here and break down UFC. But there's certain guys that just love yeah. to fight. They're wired different. There, there. Let me ask you this: yeah. Do you have any friends that are like that? Do you have anybody in your crew of people that you hang out with that is no. kind of sort of looking for a fight? When no, they go out? because because if <laughs> if that was the case, then that means I'm putting myself in a position where now I have to get in a fight. I'm not trying to get into a fight. <laughs> so I'm yeah. I am surrounded by peacemakers. I'm surrounded by those who think that yeah, we're definitely not getting into a scrum here. So to answer your question, no. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. No, I had one in college, and that ran its course very quickly. It's like, you know what? Nah, nah I'm good. I don't. They, they, I don't. I, I, well, I, love, I love the excuse. Time. I love the excuse of well, I just uh, just had too many drinks. What do you mean you well, had too you, many? I had the same you, amount of drinks. I'm not out here trying to throw uppercuts to some idiot at a bar. He's disrespecting you, bro. Yeah. So just, I don't, I'm, I'm good. I just did he just cut you? Did he just cut you in line? <laughs> I just want to get my wings and have a few beers. Leave me alone, man. I just want to have a nice night out. Anyway, Nate Diaz, during his press conference yesterday, was smoking. Mm -hmm. Okay, Not only was he smoking, he was smoking um, a strain of marijuana called Kill 4209, which is his own brand of marijuana. Uh, Ariel Helwani, who covers MMA, UFC, Funches is smoking right now as we speak. (laughs) Yep, I am. Here, here's the tweet. Nathan Diaz was smoking his own line of marijuana up there per his rep, Zach Rosenfield. It's called Kill 4209. Mm-hmm. It's his third business joining his CBD company, Game Up Nutrition, and his clothing line. So kind of baller, right? That Not only before a fight you're yep. up there smoking, but you're smoking your own brand of weed. I'm impressed. I'm not going to lie. No, that, by, by the way, that's what these – Interesting. Do it that, in that wasn't even a sound that, effect. That was that wasn't even a sound effect. That was literally Funches. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, it's Friday, what, what guys. Was it, what was it? The proper twelve is that McGregor's brand? Yeah, the whiskey. Trav, you got to do this. Like these guys have their own brand. Proper twelve, I think sold. I want to say recently sold 
Um, Funches, look that up. See what Proper 12 sold for. But it's an incredible way of marketing your brand. Like It's almost $600 million. Think about that for a second. I didn't know what the hell Proper 12 was. He started doing some of these press conferences. He was throwing Proper 12, right? I know it's Conor McGregor. This is different. One of the best marketing guys in all of sports. But he was throwing it up on the table, and that's kind of how he... That is genius. Genius of Nate Diaz to have this strain, whatever he does. We're talking about... you are promoting. Think about yeah. what it costs to just do some commercials. You are promoting exactly what this dude is. I, I like when these athletes take some of the stuff into their own hands, their own brands, and everything else. So with that in mind, I think we kind of steal his idea and we start promoting our own line of products. And I have a couple of things that I'd like to slap my name on. You can, If you have some things that you'd like to do, that's fine. But I have some I want ideas to critique. for you, too. I, I want to critique what, what, your, what, what you would slap on your brand. What do you have can, there? Can I, I've already come up with your product. Can I tell you what your sure. the, the Alan Sliwa brand is? But it can't, be, it can't be the idea that I had earlier. Which I'd already forgotten what it was. What was it? I said it was going to be a hairline. A hairline no, 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 not that. Not that that it would have to be more like a polish than a than a hair product. No, no, you, no. But... It was it would be the same one. What was that hair product they had in coming to America? Was it soul guy? glow? Soul glow. Yeah. That's the one. Let your soul shine through. We <laughs> would have we would have three sales. Two of them are from me. One of them is from a family member. All right, what do you got? What do you got? So uh, the Al- you're going to be in the app development business, the Saliwa app, and what okay. what it's going to be is it's an app that specializes exclusively in finding reservations between 2 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> that it, It's going to have reviews. It's going to have uh, locations and directions. It's an untapped market. <laughs> Trust me what I tell you. Hey, uh, uh, honey, um, you want to grab a bite? Yeah, but it's, kinda, it's, like, it's like 3.15. Where are we going to go? Hold on. Let me open, let me open the Sliwa app. Um, apparently there's this, there's this Indian place in South Pass that'll let you sit down in, uh, at three 30. You want to go there? Sliwa says it's pretty good. I think that, I think we're on to something for you. I saw a commercial recently. I can't remember. It was like American Express or something like that. And it was, it was like different generations sitting and I swear it panned into the grandma and it said having to have dinner at four 30. It was like something along those lines. I'm like, wait a minute here. Well, you wait know what? I, I could be sitting right there next to her. You just gave me a, a better idea. Same uh-huh. idea, but a different execution of the same idea. Instead of having an app, which we, you know, we're, somebody's going to have to be a computer person to put that together. That yeah. seems like a lot of work. And I, I think Taylor can do it. Taylor, Taylor seems like somebody he can. He is. T- he has Taylor's in the down. app development game. I'll, all right, fine. I'll, if he can do it, I'll that's it fine. But I'm just thinking, first of all. I don't know how much demand there's going to be for your app, so maybe you just take phone calls. Maybe you just give everybody your cell phone number. <laughs> you just say, "Hey, hit me up at uh, you know five 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 one two one." We had four. We had four calls this month. <laughs> so that's four that's, calls this month. Okay, that's one. That's, that's one of what the products I have for there. You. Okay. For me, um, I got a couple of things here, and and number one, I, I have I, one for you too. I have one for me. you. Okay, let's just do yours first. I like yours. I do. You need a uh, YouTube channel, all right? Okay. So you're going to be one of these very similar, um, like when I think of Paul Logan. Is it Logan Paul? <laughs> I can't forget now. Who cares? Now you have me going the other way, okay? Who cares? Doesn't these matter. YouTube sensations, yeah. I think you could become one of those guys, all right? Do so we? this is how it works. This is how it works. All it is is every every meal that you prepare it's Travis. So Travis, cooking with Travis, something along those lines, all right? So if you're going out to the grill, whatever it is, whatever the game plays, even if it's the two hot dogs for the appetizer before you actually get to the main sure. stuff, everything, you know what it could kind of be? It could also kind of play into this, 
how you set up for people coming over. You know, you talk about how what the what the cooler needs to look like, how much ice needs to be in there, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you got. <laughs> go is it in your notes? Is yes, it in your it notes? So, something something yeah, along ahead. those lines, but I think you got to do it with video, and I think uh, the YouTube action is the right way to do it. Okay, so you, you, you almost nailed one of my ideas exactly. I'm going to expand a little bit, but I'm going to sell my own brand of coolers. Right, so you know how there's Yeti coolers out there, there's the yeah. Arctic cooler, all of these really high-end coolers, and they're they're expensive. But not only am I going to give you a high-end cooler with my face on it, because I think I want to have my face on whatever product it is we're doing, but I'm going to show you exactly. It's going to come with detailed instructions on how to pack it with ice and how to get the beer properly cold for your party. Because if I have to go to one more party where the beer's kind of off to the side and there's maybe half a bag of ice kind of sprinkled onto the others, it drives me crazy. So I'm going to have a cooler packing business that's going to take care of everything. That's number one. I'm going to have – you're going to come over one time and be like, uh, anybody want a beer? Yeah, just grab it right there on the counter. Right there it's on the on counter. The, what, do you mean, what do you mean it's on the counter? Yeah, no, yeah just right there on the counter. I'm going to bring the Travis – and it, I'm going to say, here, Slee, here's the Trav. Just put it in your – it's ready to go. It's loaded mm. up with beer. You can slide it in there. It's going to be perfect every time. The other thing is, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, but it's going to work. Everybody agrees with me. They're just a little shy. Everybody wants to have those hot dogs as appetizers. So we're going to market them as hot dog appetizers, only they're going to be full-size hot dogs. Instead of those little cocktail weenies that you get, right, the little pigs in a blanket little ones, we're going to have full, like, big ones. Right, like the kind you get at hot at Costco, but still, but still with the small fork. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, it's all man. with the toothpick, with a small toothpick. You just it can't even carry the weight. It yeah. can't even carry the weight. The the Travis appetizer hot dogs, and you you buy them by the pound. <laughs> you get a two pound pack for 19.95, and they say, oh, "You want an appetizer?" You give them, "Hey, this is a hot." No, no, no. It says right there on the package, it's an appetizer. It frees everybody up. And then lastly, I have one other idea. I want an app. This we're going to go back into the app development game where a bathroom, wherever you are, the closest, clean, safe bathroom in your area, because that's something that becomes uh, very, very important on very, very short notice sometimes. So if I'm, let's say you're driving down the freeway, okay? Stop me if you've ever had this scenario before, and the answer is everybody yes. And you get that, uh uh-oh. And you hit the app, and it says, next exit, two lefts, right, that's your spot. There's a CVS with a clean bathroom. That's your go-to spot. That would be a that's not a bad idea. idea. That's not a bad app. idea right there. This is, right? uh, by the way, during COVID where everybody had their bathrooms closed. Right. right. Like you go into a Starbucks, eh, not happening here. We just serve coffee. That's it. You can't use the restroom. Let's be happy that those days are going to be over, hopefully sooner than later. Absolutely, absolutely. There you go. You can go ahead and uh, what would you like to have your name on, 877-710-ESPN. You can send them in on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa, at, at Travis Rogers. But before we do any of that, Slee, it is Ask Slee. Coming up next, Travis and Slee, 710-ESPN. You ready, Slee? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Can I read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got a tweet I want to read here. Go go ahead. All right, Eric Stevens says, 
Uh, Alan, I feel like Travis is a headbutt first, ask questions later when he enters a bar, yelling, who wants this, while shattering a beer bottle on his own head. Well, no. There's there's nothing about any of that that's true. But Kaplan that says, would be a pretty funny visual. Scott Kaplan says, love that Alan runs with peacemakers. Got to go with the peacemakers, bro. I'm not, I'm Look, not trying to get no problem here. See, I think this is one of the reasons that you and I kind of get along a little bit is that I think we have kind of similar sensibilities when it comes like, no, nah, man, let's just leave. <laughs> let's, there, there's another bar down the street. Let's just go there. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need this. Take the safe route here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, always love seeing a new name and ask Slee. So we're going to start with maybe Jura Ranch. Sorry if I got that wrong, but it is hashtag Ask Slee. Which is more consistent, In and Out or Paul George? Ouch, <laughs> that's pretty rough because both of them are remarkably consistent. But which one hits the target more often? Yeah, but I, when we say Paul George, I think inconsistent. I don't think no. consistent. No, he's, he, he never shows up every time. That's incredibly consistent. In and out wins, no question about it. It's actually probably disrespectful to have Paul George and in and Paul George and in and out in the same sentence. I think you're missing the concept of Paul George consistently sucking. Right, consistently <laughs> bad. But right, that's Still for that's for the wrong reason. Why well, in and out for the right reason? <laughs> That was not the question. I don't even know what to make of this next one. This is from our pal uh, John uh, of Fullerton. Hashtag Slee. Do you trust your girlfriend around Chris Morales? I don't even know what that means. Has she ever met Chris? No. No, I don't are, think she has. Are you going to make sure to keep it that way? Do I trust my girlfriend around Chris? I trust my girlfriend. Um, do I trust yeah. Chris? Is under the question. Uh, I trust Chris. Yeah, Chris is good. Yeah. We're, we're good on Morales. No no eh. problems there. I, I, I like to make <laughs> sure that it's you have just, hesitation. Listen just, to you. Just, you, you, know, I, ben, you said you've known him longer than I have. Ben, I've known Chris 20 years. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I just better safe than sorry, I think, is the answer there. I just, you know, nah, nah, she, uh, she's not home. You, and, and by the way, we moved. I don't live where you think I live anymore. Did I ever I, tell uh, the story? Did I ever tell one of Mason's uh, holiday parties? What is that, two years ago or so? Uh-huh. I kept going up to the bar. Uh, he had a he had like a just a little bar station or whatever, and I kept going up to the bar and getting Chris drinks. I just kept going up and getting drinks. <laughs> you I guys wasn't even closed it drinks. down that night. I remember I that night. I wasn't even having drinks. Maybe I had one, something along those lines. Morales does not know how to say no, so every mm-hmm. time you gave him a drink, he just drink that one too. I'm like, all right, well this is easy. Let me get this one. <laughs> they were out of whatever he was drinking. I went with Doesn't a different matter. type of drink. Didn't matter. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm like, is this guy gonna say no or drunk? Chris is fun. It, well, Chris is fun. That just goes without saying. Drunk All Chris right. is funner. <laughs> well, that may be true, too. Fun. You might be right about that. Here's uh, Ryan. And this I, I, this is one of my favorite ones in a while because it's something that uh, makes me a little uncomfortable. Hashtag Astley. Makes How you uncomfortable. Es- no, it, not uncomfortable for any reason that you're going to understand initially. I'll explain yep. it in a second. How many establishments that Slee frequents are you on a first-name basis at? So basically what it's asking is when you walk into your local Starbucks or your favorite sandwich place or whatever it is, they go, oh, hey, Al, how many places are that? You know who's really, really good at doing this? And this is probably why they have such a successful business. Freaking Starbucks. They know everybody. When you walk in, definitely the Starbucks I go to, when I walk in there, hey, Alan, how you doing? It could be three, four different people. <laughs> like, it, Doesn't that make you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of I'm important here? I'm walking See. in. 
I'm this walking is... in every time to that same freaking Starbucks, partially because that customer service is so smart. So uh, that's probably the only place. And they probably even get my name wrong. They're probably like, hey, Alex. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex Sloan. <laughs> Good to see you, Mr. Sloan. How are you? What is it? Is it is it Ryan? No, it's Alan. Oh, so I th- here, here's what makes me uncomfortable about this. Um, what makes me I, I don't one I don't like talking to people that I don't know very well. It makes me very uncomfortable. And once there's that level of familiarity, I'm always afraid it's going to start another conversation. So there's this bar slash restaurant not too far from my house that mm-hmm. we used to I used to go with my friends and we used to grab a few beers now and again, and. <laughs> We went in there one day, and we came through the door, and it's like, oh, hey, Trav, and I, I haven't been back since. <laughs> and it's, it's around the corner from me, and I just I don't I don't ever want to be the guy that, that is known on site, especially at a place Trav, like a bar. It's a bad look. It's not a bad look. It's a terrible look that they know I, you I by sight them- at a bar. That's a bad jam. I give them credit for knowing your name and actually Ugh. calling you out. Yeah, it is a little bad that you're showing up there at 11.45 on a Tuesday. <laughs> I get that part. That's probably not the best look for you. Uh, but don't just show up. I, I actually I love when when businesses go out of their way to be like, let's remember who these people are. That's that's good business. That's 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 <laughs> great. I know for them. your customers though. Look, what might be a good play for you is something that's going to make me never come back. You just got to understand. Wait, who but you're why, with. why do I feel like if I walk into a Starbucks, they they say my name? I'm like, oh, that's great. But if I walk into a Chipotle, I'm like, no, you shouldn't know my name. All right, <laughs> it's a good point. That, that's where I feel that's like very point. uncomfortable. Maybe that's what like, it is. Maybe it was the bar. It was more the bar, and it wasn't the it wasn't Sprouts. Hi, Travis. A, another bag of quinoa and kale. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, you you want a double bourbon and a beer back? Can you imagine just going into a Chipotle? There's a lot. Oh, it's Lee. Come on up here. Come on. You want the regular? You want the regular there? Oh, yeah, we got it in the back. It's waiting for you. People are looking <laughs> right at me like, here. Jesus, this guy come three times a week? This is from walkoff. Uh, hashtag asks Lee. Have you ever scuba dived? This is a, kind of a random one here. I'm, I'm scuba certified. Are you really? It, first of all, that just let me... Let me back up here for a second. If I'm scuba certified, I'm telling you that the industry needs to start over how they're giving these things out, okay? Low standards there, huh? You should not be giving, like, you know, you, you walk into, it shouldn't be like a AAA card. Like, all you got to do is just sign Don't up, sign some paperwork, and then here's your AAA. That's not how it should work. I'm scuba certified, and I'm telling you that scares the living hell out of me that they gave me a certification. I haven't gone in a couple years, so yes, I have scuba dive, uh, scuba dove before, but it's that's not a not what. Not what great. is the process of going through it? I mean, put it to you this way: if I decided, what's what time is it right now? It's about a little bit before ten. Yep. If I decided that I wanted to be certified by the end of the afternoon, could I be? <laughs> I can make a couple of calls, and I'll have your certification by ten thirty. <laughs> Perfect. Good. I'm, I, I want to wear the, the mask in the little tank and just walk around the house. with. Do you know, Trav, tra- so this is the way it worked. The way it got done is you got to take like it's a long class you got to take online. OK, oh, wow. that's number one. Number two, then you got to practice in pools or whatever the case is. I think it's like two straight weekends that you do it and then you're certified. Bro, I'm telling you, like the, the fact that I got certified, I'm seeing myself or I'm, I'm kind of watching how it's all unfolding while I'm 30 feet below the ground or 30 feet in depth in the ocean. I'm like, yeah. this isn't good. This is <laughs> if I got it, who else has it? Yeah. Who's teaching me? 
Exactly right. All right, one more very quickly. This is just a yes or no. I don't worry, okay. I'm punch. I'm, I'm on my way out. Yes or no. Uh, this is from Francis and Glendale. <laughs> Follow along. you got to kind of visualize all of this. Okay. Does Joe Ingles look like Toby Flenderson from The Office if the blind girl in the Lionel Richie Hello video made him out of leftover clay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You got to really work to get there. Does Joe Ingles look like a clay Lionel Richie model yes. of Toby Flenderson? Yes. That is the correct answer. To answer your Absolutely question. Absolutely does. Yes. That is fantastic. Thank you for that, Francis. Sean McVay was excited right up until he wasn't. We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.